Hi, this is Erin McWilliams, and in today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the case of Jody Ann Arias. So, um, Jody Arias, I think that's how you say her last name, Arias, was born in Salinas, California on July 9th, 1980. Her childhood years were unremarkable, although she has said that her parents abused her, hitting her with wooden spoons and a belt, although this is not confirmed, but she claims the abuse allegedly began when she was seven. Jody dropped out of high school in the 11th grade, but she continued to pursue her interest in professional photography while working at part-time jobs, and she took jobs up at like restaurants and just as servers and basic jobs basically um jody and travis alexander met in or on september 2006 in las vegas nevada at a prepaid legal conference according to arias the relationship ended because she did not trust alexander she was she alleged she later alleged that he was a sexual deviant who physically and sexually abused her and wanted her to be his personal slave. According to Alexander's friends, in June 2008, he had had enough of Arius after suspecting her of hacking into his Facebook and bank accounts. Basically, he claimed to his friends that she was crazy and that they weren't going to be together anymore. But they still had on and off relationships and it wasn't emotional is more of a physical one and um where they would drive to see each other and like spend the weekend and it was also like mainly online too so he said that he wanted her out of his life but this is not what happened so according to police records on june 2nd 2008 Aias rented a car in redding california and drove to alexander's home in mesa california Alexander's friends became concerned when he missed an important meeting and didn't show up for a planned trip to Cancun, Mexico. Who would want to miss that? (laughs) On June 9th, two of his friends went to his home and woke up one of his roommates who insisted Alexander was out of town. He then checked Alexander's locked room and found him dead in the shower stall floor. An autopsy determined that Alexander had been shot in the head, stabbed 27 times, and his throat was slashed. So this was a very violent murder. So the main people in this case were Jody Arias, which was the woman convicted of murder, who dated Travis Alexander, who is the man who was murdered, and Esteban Flores, who is a detective in charge of the case and basically had all the interviews with Jody and was a main guy in this case. And the murder happened at in Mesa, California, at Travis Alexander's house, where he was found dead in the shower. Um, so, the evidence was a lot against Jody. So, detectives investigating Alexander's murder collected a wealth of forensic evidence at the murder scene, including a camera that was found in the washing machine and... Which, in case you don't remember, Jody loved photography and that's what she was pursuing. So her friends knew that Alexander had grown annoyed with Arias' stalking. Um, 
The first suggestion that Arias could be involved in his death came during the 911 call made after Alexandra's body was found. So immediately people were like, she probably did it. So, because like who else? So friends and family members interviewed by detectives suggested that the police interview Arias. Literally everybody was like, it's probably her. So two days after being fingerprinted, Jody was questioned about photos on the camera left in the washing machine. The photos, which were timestamped June 4, 2008, and he was found on June 9th after they claimed that she hadn't seen him in an interview. She claimed that she hadn't seen him since April, and um, they stopped apparently talking, although this was definitely not true. Um, so the photos were timestamped June 4, 2008, and they showed images of Alexander in the shower, like the minutes before he was killed. So these photos were taken, and then he was murdered. Well, there are also images of him lying on the floor bleeding. So someone was there that took those photos of him right before he was murdered and after and who is a professional photographer? His ex-girlfriend. A week later, lab tests showed that the DNA found in a bloody print at the murder scene matched Arius and Alexander. And hair found at the scene also held a DNA match to Arius. So, on April 13, 2015, Arius was sented, sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. And she is in a high confinement facility in California. I think this case is so famous because it involved a woman who murdered a man, which is more uncommon and um, it's just a bigger deal, I guess.